I feel like when we try to live our lives through others because we're embarrassed or ashamed of something, like that's a life half lived. And as coaches, that is not who we are and that is not what we signed up to. We're here to help people reach their potential, including ourselves. You have to evolve and grow in your business and in your focus as a coach. That's normal. Welcome to season five of the Coach Pony podcast. And we are here to help you get paid to coach. And sometimes to move forward, you just need your questions answered. In this Bridgerton theme season of the podcast, join me and date coach Bobby Palmer as we answer your burning questions about your coaching business so you get more clients. After building six and seven figure businesses of our own, we've learned a few things. So with that, let's get down to business. Dear Coach Pony, I listened to everyone and chose a niche, but I realize I don't want to be in this niche anymore. I want to change niches, but I made a big announcement to the world about what I do, and I feel foolish saying, well, now I do this other thing. What do I do? Welcome to Coach Pony and the podcast. This is such an important topic today, niching. And I'm here with the lovely Bobby Palmer. Bobby, give us your hot take. What would you tell this person to do about their niche? <sighs> well, this is really important, but there's really two pieces that I want you to think about. One is choosing it, deciding what you want your niche to be. And the second one is knowing you're probably going to change it. You just have to be open to evolving as you learn because so many people make changes and there's nothing to feel bad about or be embarrassed about. Thank you. So I think if you're asking, um, lovely writer, dear writer, if you're asking, should I change because I'm so embarrassed to change, Bobby and I are saying, yes, yes. change. And one of the things that took me a little while to learn it's super cringy and embarrassing, but you know, we think people are paying more attention to us than they actually are. And almost no one's paying close attention to you. A lot of people aren't even going to really notice that you changed your niche at all. Truly. A lot of people, they're just because they're paying attention to themselves, not you, especially if you're a newer coach and you don't have much of an audience. Yeah. So it's really, again, most people aren't even going to know. So don't worry about that. And you know, for the ones that do, you can just be passionate about where you're going. So yeah, I, I evolved. And as I got into coaching, I realized I was really excited about this other thing. And so I want to put my energy there mm -hmm. or whatever feels good to you in that moment, but own it. If you own it and you just, you know, own the elephant in the room, I think you don't have to feel shame or like you're not credible. It's okay. It's okay to grow and evolve. Companies do it all the time. Apple would still be making like just laptops if they didn't evolve and change, right? Basically now they're a phone company. <laughs> so, <That's right>. you <laughs> yeah. know, it happens all the time. So Bobby, what, was, what, what else were you going to add to this? I think what you said is really important. The idea, you know, my father, I think as my father used to say, you know, what makes you think you're so important that people are watching you, right? They've got their own lives. So that's really good to remember. And having the right niche, I don't know, is there anything more important to a business than being able to talk directly to the right people in the right way. And also it's the most important thing about being able to enjoy what you're doing because it's so important. So if you're not comfortable or you're not happy with who you're working with and who you're talking to or trying to talk to, there's nowhere else to go but to change it. And Christy, you nailed it. It's like showing passion 
really being honest and being truthful in sharing, here's what I've been doing and here's what I've learned and here's where I'm going and I'm so excited about it. If I'm speaking to you, like, let's go together. And if I'm not, here's maybe some recommendations or here's some other things you can do. Doesn't have to be a big drama. I love that last piece of here's some recommendations. Here's something you can do if you're interested in this help that I no longer provide. Just kind of showing that you're professional, you've thought about it. If I can tell a quick embarrassing, like a side rant, Please, side story. I love embarrassing stories from you. You will never be as cringy as I was when I changed my niche in one meeting. Very early in my coaching, I was at a like breakfast meeting, like a networking event. And I, I was trying to decide, I hadn't fully decided between being a date coach for men or a career coach for women. And so I introduced myself as a date coach for men to some people. And then it just didn't feel right. So I was kind of like in that moment, like, oh, this doesn't feel right. And so I started introducing myself to as a career coach for women to some other people in the same meeting. <laughs> and then someone came up and she brought this older, very nice older gentleman. And she's like, oh my gosh, Christy, you need to help this guy. And I was like, well, actually, I'm really, I'm really focused more on careers. And their faces were like, who are you? And what, like, what are you doing? And it was just like, I felt like such an idiot, but I shared the story to say I survived. I survived. I made it through the end of that meeting. I walked out the door. I knew finally I was a career coach for women at that stage of the game, but like no one came after me. I wasn't like burned at the stake, you know. It you weren't just, shamed, like, publicly shamed. Yeah. I mean, I think they thought I was a little flaky, but that's fine. <laughs> so like, I was a little flaky in that moment, right? And you saved that man because you, you're you not a date coach for men, girlfriend. Yeah. No, <laughs> exactly. You do. Ex yeah. That is not what I do. For me, I had to say it out loud and kind of embody it. Not everyone has to do this, but I did. And so I needed that learning, you yeah. know, and it, I got there faster than I would have if I just sat at home and thought endlessly about it. Yeah. That was just a side rant. That's not my real story. But I just wanted to say like, you guys don't ever worry. You'll never be as embarrassing as I was. That's <laughs> just, that's the message I want to leave on this particular moment in this podcast. I also want to add while we're still on this topic. Almost every coach I know has evolved their niche or radically changed it over time. The same way that even if you pick a career, you don't stay in the same job most of your career usually. Yeah. You'll grow and evolve your skill set or you'll even change direction a little bit and get into a slightly different role. And that's normal. And we don't ever, we look at that as a positive in the career world. Like, oh, you got promoted. You're no longer, you know, an HR rep. Now you're like a VP of, you know, engagement or some, something different, right? That's a different skill set. Even if it's similar, you're still evolving and we celebrate that. So I also want to add, it's okay to celebrate learning this about yourself and it's normal to evolve. I look at so many coaches and only a couple are still doing similar programs to what they did 10 years ago. And even those have done a lot of different programs within that time. They haven't just done one program for 10 years. They've done different offers with and different, um, slightly different niches within their niche. So that's normal. And some coaches I follow who are, who've done very well for themselves have evolved two or three times, mm -hmm. you know, gone from like a wedding coach for women to a health coach to like a priestess or something like that. I mean, like really just big, big evolutions that happens and it's fine. You just have to tell people what's going on and why you're making the change if they even ask. And if you're a new coach, almost certainly they're not going to ask. No, those you know? people in that meeting, that one person sort of had that experience, but generally speaking, no one else really had any idea. And I'm really different from the beginning 
I chose my niche based on my personal life experience, like very specific personal life experience, getting married at 47. So when I chose my niche, helping women over 40 find love, I've stuck with that. Now, I've done different programs, but I've, re I've always talked to that audience, which is great, but it doesn't mean that everyone can do that. Not everyone yeah. chooses things that same way. And there, over the years, a lot of people have said, you should help men, you should help men, you should help men. And I have given it thought, and I thought, and men are easier than women, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely over the years, I've thought about changing, I've thought about expanding, I've thought about tweaking. But for me, I've stayed where I'm at, you know, and yeah. that's okay. But I've changed programs like a million times. And that's that's a small way of evolving, is that you're – Bobby's business model has changed. The type of program she offers has changed. The support, that's how she's evolved. Other coaches have evolved by going to completely different niches or focuses mm -hmm. or just evolving within their space, going from a resume coach to, you know, an interview coach or a promotion coach or something like that. So a different focus within their niche. That is all common. It's very, very rare to not change at all. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just, it's against biology. Of course, we're going to evolve and grow as we learn more. This is a really, really long-winded way of saying that it's going to happen no matter what you want. So hopefully it won't happen to you in publicly in front of other people in the moment as you decide between two niches. But remember, you'll never be as embarrassing as I was, so it's fine. Well, maybe, you know. I, mean. <laughs> um, I do think, too, you really need to think less about what other people think and more about what's going to work best for you. Because working with people who either you don't enjoy working with or working with people who you just don't really feel like you're doing your best at helping them. I can't think of a worse way to spend day to day on a business. That's like business hell. So if you are working within a niche right now, you obviously are asking, I don't want to stay here. I might want to change it. You're unhappy doing what you're doing. And so don't worry about other people. They'll they'll go with you or they won't. And that's okay. And then the people that you want to help that you, that you switch to, they're going to be so grateful that you did it. Yeah. And personally, I would rather be doing the work that I really want to do than trying to satisfy my imaginary perception of what other people are thinking about oh, me. Yes, I absolutely. feel like when we try to live our lives through others because we're embarrassed or ashamed of something, like that's a life half lived. And as coaches, that is not who we are and that is not what we signed up to. We're here to help people reach their potential, including ourselves. Right. You have to evolve and grow in your business and in your focus as a coach. That's normal. Tea time, milady. It's time to spill the tea. Christy, for tea time today, I want you to talk about, you know, the change that you made from the Revolutionary Club to Coach Pony. Yeah. And so for anyone who's new to Coach Pony, I have two businesses that are both existing today. The Revolutionary Club, which is helping smart people find their passion. That was my first business, career coaching. So you can check it out at therevolutionaryclub.com if you want to see everything and we still we still operate it it still exists and then i have coach pony which is helping new and growing life coaches um, build businesses full of happy paying clients and i love that coach pony came from the revolutionary club because at the revolutionary club i was successful forbes named me a top 100 for careers i started winning some awards i was making money as a coach and other people who were in my coaching cohort and kind of in my community asked me how i did it and so they kept wanting to talk to me on the phone and I was like, I don't have time. 
So I wrote a few blogs about it. And then that evolved into a Facebook group a while back, a long time ago, actually, just to have a safe space to talk about the business without any getting sold to. I wasn't coaching. I was just providing a community. And then people asked if they could hire me to help them start their businesses. And I said, no, that's not what I'm doing. But my passion and my purpose in life, what I've always found to be true is that I help people through difficult transitions. And so that's what drew me to careers in the first place, because that's such a difficult transition for most people to change careers completely and to say, I want something more out of life. And becoming a coach is a massive career transition. And so it was really in alignment with what I viewed my purpose to be. And so after enough people asked me, I said, okay, I'm just going to throw together a class. We'll see. We'll see. Because I don't know if I can teach this stuff. You know, I've never done it before. And so I threw together a class and people had a good success with it and they were getting clients and they were doing better in their businesses. And so Coach Pony at, at that point really started to get traction. And for a long time, I didn't update my social media. Coach Pony was kind of a side project, but I was proud of it. And so the way, unlike my date coaching for men breakfast situation, <laughs> I wasn't flaky with this. I just recognized that I was evolving. I'd been doing the career coaching four or five years at that point, and I was ready to expand. And so Coach Pony started to take up more and more of my attention. I just felt so passionate about helping these coaches because I love business and I love helping coaches succeed. And I just think about the impact I get to have because if I help a coach succeed, you know, then I am helping them touch other people's lives and more people are getting the help that they need. Um, but you know, it took me a little, it took me a little bit to, to kind of be more public about Coach Pony because I had built big presence as the revolutionary club. You know, I had articles that had been read by millions of people and I had, you know, that was really who I was. Um, I wasn't really on social media that much to begin with, by the way, if you're like, do I need to do social media to start a mm -hmm. business? No, no, you don't. I wasn't. So that helped because not many people were paying that close attention on social media, which is the easiest place to track. But eventually I just owned it. I was like, I really want to spend most of my time here at Coach Pony, not at the revolutionary club. That's what's giving me the most joy. So, you know, I, I had sort of a period where I was doing both equally. And then I thought, no, what's giving me the passion is this coach pony. And I'm not going to let the revolutionary club go because I built so much here and we're doing, we're doing good work, but I am going to reprioritize my niche and I'm okay with that. I'm going to accept that I want to become a credible expert in this other field and that I have the passion to do so. And so it was really just the mental work of embracing it and then just being proud of it rather than being like, oh, I'm changing niches. Cause I, you know, that wasn't what I was doing at all in my mind. I was still serving my purpose just in a different way. And that's a big change, right? I just viewed it as natural. After a while, you just want to try new things. And so it felt normal to me to expand that focus, especially when I thought about, and I'm saying this one more time, how it aligned with my overarching purpose. Like it felt like really in alignment with where, who I was and where I'm going. You and I were doing our weekly masterminding during that whole time. I very much remember I think we were in Vegas, you saying something like, I have this idea and like the working title is Coach Pony. And I, I went, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Oh my, what are you talking about? You know, as we talk about this today, it was a bit of a niche change because your primary audience changed, but you know, you learn as you go along and you grow. And so going to do Coach Pony and really focusing on that made total sense. And it's been so successful. And gosh, you've helped. Just like I said a little bit ago, the people that you move to, if you make a switch, will be so grateful. You have helped thousands of people. So, brava. <laughs>
That's true of all of us as coaches. Once we go out and we coach someone and they show up differently in their own lives, that's a ripple effect in the world. So while I claimed it, that's not really, that's not really the case. We all, we all get that. We all get that. When people ask me about why don't I help men, what I finally arrived at was I do help men by helping the women. So mm. for heterosexual relationships, when I help the women better love themselves and better understand men, I am absolutely helping men. I mean, yeah. I've had men be really thankful to me. I've gone to weddings where the men have been, oh, thank you so much, you know? So yeah, it does ripple yeah. throughout. And I've had clients have kids where they wouldn't have kids before. Um, so when you have the right niche and when you're talking to and working with the right people, that's what's most important. And sometimes it takes you a month to figure that out. And sometimes it takes you 10 years to figure out. And when you do, make the switch. Take your time. Give yourself permission. When you figure it out, make the switch and own it. Yes. Yes. Be proud. You are. Be proud and loud on that. We should probably do some homework here in a moment, but before we do, I want to talk about how this podcast came to be. So this podcast is brought to you by two things, chocolate and awesome. The chocolate today is not chocolate, it's red wine. Delicious. The Federalist <laughs> is late harvest Syrah. <laughs> but I'm bringing it up because it pairs so well with dark chocolate. So it's not expensive. I think it's like $15 a bottle at Whole Foods or 20 at your local bodega if you happen to live in California like I do. And it's the Federalist red wine. I believe it's late harvest. No, late harvest Sauvignon. Anyway, just don't check me on this. And the awesome is brought to you by Jumpstart Your Business Bootcamp. So if you're a new coach and you're struggling and you're overwhelmed and you're like, oh my God, I just wish someone would tell me what to do in just a few days so I could get my business going and I could make money. Awesome. Go to coachpony.com forward slash bootcamp. That's forward slash bootcamp and sign up for our simple 12 day program. In 10 minutes a day, we'll jumpstart your business and show you exactly how to be a confident coach who's irresistible to your clients. So it's only $97. So get yourself over to bootcamp. So Bobby, what is our homework? We have it broken down into two categories here. First is the, the emotional piece of it. So what I want to throw out there is really work on giving yourself permission to evolve as a coach and do what serves you first and acknowledge that it's okay to evolve as you learn and don't worry about what other people are thinking make the decisions to make any changes based on what you know and what what you need so i will add to that to reinforce give yourself permission to work with the people you most want to work mm -hmm. with when you want to work with them so you don't have to help everyone but there's a certain group of people that is going to be really meaningful to you and so please go and serve them mm -hmm. so then there's the other sort of the second piece of the homework which is like action right what actions do you need to take? And if you are unsure about the niche that you're in, if you're thinking about, you know, moving to another one, then do some really specific work around who your ideal client is. Picture who you want to most help, define them as clearly as you can, identify their struggles and how you're going to help them. And yeah. what do you say, Christy, if you were having drinks with them, what would yeah. they say is their number one goal in life, right? Yeah. Imagine you walk into a happy hour 
and you sit down and you each order a glass of wine or you each order a cup of coffee, maybe your coffee shop, and you're just talking about your lives and they're talking about their goals and struggles. What would they say in their words? Their number mm. one goal is. Such good advice. Yeah. And just write it down. Just have that, grab your own thinking wine or thinking chocolate and just journal a little bit about that. And that'll sort of help you connect with who you most want to help. Yeah. And another really specific thing to do piece of action is start writing what will eventually be your announcement letter, right? Start writing out like in, in very truthful, open terms, that's my advice, is why you're changing and what you're changing to. And just start journaling that too and start sort of writing down some ideas that again will eventually, when and if you make the decision, um, turn into what you're going to be sending, what you're going to be talking about, and what you're going to be um, expressing as you make that shift. Just own it, you guys. Own it. You're going to be absolutely fine. All right. So I think that wraps up another episode of the Coach Pony Podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. If you like it, make sure to subscribe and feel free to share it with a coach who needs it. And also we would love, love, love for you to leave us a review. If you really like this episode or another episode, let us know. That's a great way to give us feedback. And with that, we will see you in the next episode. As always, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it with another coach. And if you need more practical business help for the love of chocolate, please go to coachpony.com and sign up for a free guide and business training designed to help you get paying clients. We'll see you over at www.coachpony.com.